Listen to the first uh, part of my favorite murder. It was really good. It was amazing. I listened. It was 16 minutes of them going, "Can you believe?" And there were some really good stories about. I was uh, just telling Kyle that uh, the Garcetti's pe- people silently in front of Garcetti's house. Did you see that? No. Uh-uh. And then the the Fox News affiliate went to his neighbor to see if his oh, neighbor yeah. might be mad. Right. And uh, aren't you mad that you can't get your car out of the... And I haven't seen the video, but uh, the way Karen told it uh, was... And the guy just literally succinctly said, yeah, they're out there because they're murdering black people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. And and so it was just this whole great yeah. sort of commentary about how there's no political parties anymore. There's either you're a racist or you are not a racist. Right. And figure it out mm-hmm. yeah Fig- i mean yeah i mean it, it's when it's weird like biden is so middle of the road it feels like there's no political parties anymore uh, you know but uh yeah um it's it's so it, covid and this week have pushed the election just out of my mind out of every everyone's mind basically you know like we have bigger things to worry about then what thing you're going to say you're going to do, which you might not be able to do. <laughs> you are going to even cry, you know? Well, yeah, except that uh, all, all I see here is the, is the fear mongers of people going, there's not going to be an election. They're not going to let us have one. Oh, right. They're not going to let us have an election. It's not going to. I was like, hey, you know, that's in November. And in the last week and a half, uh, the protests have already made chokeholds illegal in Minnesota. Yeah, that, that so, was a big thing. Or maybe just uh, Minneapolis, right? I thought it was like... Yeah, I'm in, in Minneapolis. Yeah. And, I mean, the civilization process is obviously mind-numbingly slow. But it doesn't mean that you can live in fucking November. It, it, I mean, they just opened up Las Vegas. Everyone's going to be dead in two weeks. Dude, that, that's, you know? <laughs> There's so... Yeah, like... Did you go to any, did you go to a protest? Uh, no, no, yeah. I've just been, I've literally been uh, That's triaging a money. Choice. Yeah. I mean, there is a pandemic, but I understand it. The but I do feel attacked. Rally. I do feel attacked that I have not been. No, uh, it, did, it's just like, <laughs> I understand going, you've I been. fucking be there for this, you know? You, you um, were, you went to one, Kyle fun. went to one. Yes, I went to one in Burbank, and uh, it was really powerful. Um, You know, most people, almost everyone had masks on. Some people had them around their necks, which is a great intention. Uh, (laughs) Unless unless they had a tracheotomy, they're not really blocking air going in and out. But... But um, it was organized by two teenagers, yep. you know, uh, oh, right. an 18-year-old girl and a 19-year-old or woman, a 19-year-old man. And, you know, it was really, it was really great. Um, and a lot more people showed up than they thought. And, 
you know, the, you know, Burbank PD was lining the streets and uh, safely escorting everyone, you know, but, you know, it's, I don't know, like my, my son's father had, he told he, he goes, he, he's, you know, he, he was out in Burbank driving and um, he, I guess he had parked the car and he got out of the car and a cop pulled up. He's Hispanic and said, is this your car? Like very like ho- hostile cop, cop like. And then he, he said, and then a white woman got out of the other cars with a white woman. And I didn't say it, but I wanted to go on brand. And uh, <laughs> the cop's demeanor changed immediately. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, okay. I was just checking. Right. So that's, that's one, one of the people that I looked at holding my Black Lives Matter poster, like I was holding it aggressively at them, you know, was the mm-hmm. person that did that. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly a good guy. Right. But. So, yeah, yeah, there's been, uh, there's been just a shit ton. I swear to God, my hairdresser has more training, more hours in training than, than these cops. And the word de-escalate is not a word that anyone has ever taught any of them. And I I don't know, why don't you take away, like, you know, we've spent 40 years, right? 35 years since Reagan with the law and order party, which like, we're going to have law and order. And then we cleaned up Times Square and, and we, we deal with the graffiti immediately. And it's brought down uh, crime. And you're like, except for that, we incarcerate more people than any other country in the world. And we don't have the most people in the world. That's dumb. Uh, so, but it's like, and it brought uh, down graffiti crime. I mean, well, I was okay. <laughs> I, well, graffiti crime is pretty. Is, well, I mean, it it was it was something that uh, I think it was Bloomberg did it, no, and it everyone was uh, broken windows. Was Giuliani? Was it Giuliani? And okay, Bernard Carrick, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so, yeah, broken windows. That was what yeah. it was called. And um, but with the the law and order party and then it just of course escalated and and there's always always more money for the for the police um and less and less money for education less and less money for any sort of mental health or de-escalation or edu you know we're throwing away geniuses in this country every day yes exactly exactly throwing away geniuses every day yep that's about right um yeah, I what I don't know. Do you know Amber Ruffin? Do you know who she is? No, she's a, she's a stand-up. I think she might have been a comic of the week, but she might have already been too high up for us. She's a writer <laughs> on Seth Meyers uh, on Late Night, and uh, she opened every show last week talking about encounters with the police mm-hmm. and um, just heart wrenching, you know, and yeah. and. One time she was with someone who, a white person who popped in later, and she said the demeanor change was unbelievable, and it happened so quick. And I, I, I we we do not see it. It's not no. our interaction with the police. Well, you know what, what's not, heartbreaking? You know? And we, we, I mean, since if people started videotaping stuff, it's like, oh, my God, this is bad. But, you know, th- then that goes away, and we go back to our lives, and then it's I, I don't know. It just seems like it's, it's, there's been so many and it, you can't ignore it. You cannot ignore it. 
more white people than it ever has. And now because of that, and because of all these protests, we're seeing a shitload of police brutality Mm -hmm. against against people protesting police brutality. I mean, it's this guy named Doucette, D-O-U-C-E-T-T-E has a Twitter feed and it's, it's his pinned tweet. He just keeps adding videotape of police brutality and he has over 350 instances from the protests only. Right, so the last ten days, yeah. yeah. If not the last four days, but yeah. I have been, I have been. People have sent me at least four videos, and maybe I think more, but four that I can think of offhand. Of, you know, I did, you know, on that on my last album, I do that white lady meat shield joke, and um, and there's a new iteration of it on the new one. But the crazy thing is, is send me these videos of. Did you see the little girl? who was in front of the little boy, there was a young man. They're both probably yeah, 11. Yeah, yeah. The, white, the white girl who kind of kneeled in, in front kneeled of, in front of the, the, the black man, the, yes. the young black man who, um, they're, they're like, they're like boy, boy man, girl woman. Yes. You know, they're like cuspy. And uh, <laughs> so she kneels in front of him and the, all four of these fucking, it's heartbreaking and amazing just because you know the term black lives matter is half a sentence because black lives matter as much as white lives do and when you watch somebody being a shield or just a silent white person sitting in front of a state or lying on top of there was one woman who was lying on top of a black protester consensually to my knowledge and um and literally the cop came millimeters from her skin backed up and then tried to reach over her to grab, like literally, you could see the anger in his his. There there was hesitation when he got close to her skin, and as he tried to reach over and grab the guy and just rip him from underneath her, there was so much hate and anger and disregard of humanity, and it was for these videos that I was like, "Fuck," and I'm like, and somebody said, so, you know, it's all very flattering to to bring this to me, but I. You know, first of all, meat shields, that's a video game term. I certainly didn't. You know, I'm just a nerd who has referenced uh, a nerd thing. So, to just uh, since you uh, constantly downplay yourself, how much did you raise last year by selling those things? Well, since it's actually been three years and it's, uh, I just donated. (laughs) I think I've only only met you last year. Right. Since the Meat Shield pin and t-shirt have come out and all the money, you know, it's literally, it's, it's, I don't keep any of it. It's uh, every dime goes at at a thousand dollar increment to different thing. And uh, yesterday I donated or there was this morning because I was freaking out. I couldn't pick every, it's a thousand dollar donation every time I hit a thousand dollars. Right. And um, there's a, so I've given out eleven thousand dollars, which oh is great. Oh my god! Yes, that's amazing. It's cool, and it's but the thing is, is so like I'm like which which one? The bail project, the NAACP uh, legal defense thing, the ACLU. What? And, and so I ended up, I just picked a Parna Nancherla on her Instagram account. Her yeah. li- her link in bio is a Google document with places to donate to. Oh, cool. Yeah. Also, this week's um, My Favorite Murder, their notes section are yeah. just links of places to uh, donate to. Great. Hey, uh, people who listen to this show, we're not doing that. Anyway, so go to those two places and figure that out. <laughs> 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 it's, 
But uh, so yeah, I picked. We want to, but we can't do it. <laughs> we got a we got a lot of we don't have a team. We just have Kyle, and he's he's got plenty of shit if to do. People find out we're not making my favorite murder money. I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> But it's but yeah you can you can find exactly we're not but you can find yeah you can find the right places right and oh so oh my god what an intense week though yeah I, I gave um I gave the grant to national legal it was a legal defense uh, of Los Angeles thing to pay for lawyers that's great and I read on their their website that they're waiving ba- uh, bail in in Los Angeles because of the COVID oh good. But, Right, which I hope that in New York, they're actually uh, keeping people without arraigning them. I think uh, in protesters, sort of indefinitely. Uh, it's I, I I don't understand. I don't Every understand. story is a goddamn nightmare. They drove they, around. The NYPD is its own country, and they're they they not just NY. Yeah, well, at least LAPD was reined in a little bit this week. They took some money from the LAPD this week, Garcetti did, or or the city council. Somebody. Well, but, the, but I, it, I emailed. The mayor and the governor of New York are seem like they're afraid of the New York Police Department. Yeah, they're doubling down. But and uh, but somebody, somebody, and I, I don't know if it was an actual friend of mine or if I read it. Hi, it's a blur. But uh, the um, they were arrested from the protest and the cops drove them around until everybody in the back of the van wet themselves. Oh my God. Which is just literally uh, Amnesty International should fucking come in because that's torture. That's actually what? defined. What? They're pieces of shit is what, what they are. People. Well, they're 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 poorly trained or not trained at all people who've decided to become bullies for a living and then we've armed them and i was talking to i was talking to ron funches actually because he's on this week's dork forest Mm -hmm. and i was telling him that uh because he we talked about call of duty and animal crossing my favorite line from the show is call of duty is for when he's uh full of rage and animal crossing is when he's full of despair because uh, there's animal crossing is very uh comforting to people right it's now. very soothing very soothing and um but the he was he was telling me about um that that one of the one of the ways you could figure out if someone should be able to buy a gun is if they've ever shot their friend in call of duty because <laughs> he's watched his son just take out, take out his buddies, and um, I, I, and I was telling him that I, I, sh- I should never be. I was once, I the the place I worked in Minneapolis sold pepper spray for a little while, and so I bought a pepper spray because I do comedy. I'm out late, sure. walking to my car by myself. Well, don't introduce pepper spray into the plot. I fucking used it on some guy. Oh yeah, what yeah, what did you do? Well, he was a piece of shit, and he wouldn't let me get in my car. Well, but, I did. but I was going to pepper spray him. But yeah. at this, if I had not had the pepper spray, yeah, I would have walked back to the club, gotten a big person to come and make that person, that drunken man, go away. But instead, I was like, move or I will pepper spray you. And he's like, (laughs) you're right. And so I pepper sprayed him. And then, uh, you know, I swear to God, every, it used to be every six months. It's better now. Now it's like every two years, two and a half years, I will lose my temper and be a piece of shit myself where I have to go, well, let's never do that again. And um, so 
it's the learning my own fucking learning curve is ridiculous anyway i've digressed yeah. comedy did you do well, any i did um <laughs> i did a show yesterday i did a private that i had booked a while ago and uh they offered you know do you, if you if you don't want to do it you don't have to do it but i mm-hmm. i did want to i just wanted to tell jokes i just wanted to d- detach from twitter and the news took twitter off my phone and I, I, I deleted my Facebook account, mm-hmm. um, but, but, uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it was a reprieve for everybody. I was, since it was a corporate and little private gig, I didn't, uh, promote it. I would not have promoted a show. Uh, but since it was already set up and it was for a private group, uh, uh you know, I didn't feel like postponing. It was the one thing I looked forward to that day, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. It's, uh, I did, um, I did a couple of shows, a lot of benefits. Yeah. Um, and I did my headline set on Thursday for the Nowhere Club, the, uh, Ben Glebe Hofstetter. Yeah. And it's run really well. Augie okay. Smith featured and, um, and that was Thursday night. And I was like, I'm, you know, everyone does need an hour and a half out of their own heads, including yeah. me. Yeah. And so yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I did, a, I did a headline set. Augie had never done a Zoom show before. And so um, by the end, he was super nervous about it. I love breaking in a Zoom virgin. That's always fun. I was like, the first one is free, buddy. And uh, here's a potato knish, which is a welcome back Connor reference. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, but I have a million. <laughs> but the, uh, but uh, it was funny because it was me, Madison Shepard, and... Um, a guy named Jordan the Comedian. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> Jordan the Comedian? Yeah, Jordan the Comedian. Okay. That's his name. And uh, but Madison Shepard and I. Um, oh, no, that was a different show. That was the benefit for rent control in California. Whatever. But the Augie one was great because by the end of it, he was like, you guys have microphones. I should get a hand mic. And I was like, he's in. He's in. No. Nope. <laughs> There was, I used to work with a guy in San Francisco named Jerome, the one man entertainment squad. That's not the same guy, right? <laughs> I love, Jerome I love, I love when someone's got that, just that long name that <laughs> an article in it. <laughs> right. They've just changed their name to a symbol and you're like, ah, you better be really good. And you know, I, I was thinking like how many times I had been on triple runs or done one nighters with like like a black male comic and they always would open with about five minutes about being in a white town. And I I was like, Oh, this has been done. Come on, man. You know, move on. Yeah. I've heard this shit before. Yep. Like, but I, I realized like, no, this person's probably trying to save their life right now. Cause after the show, not even probably this, <laughs> that is... right? we're in Moscow, Idaho doing John Fox's gig. And after the show ends, we're going to each drive back to the hotel separately. And he's going to be a black male in a car in, in Idaho. And mm-hmm. you'll get to say, I was the comedian at that gig. And they'll go, Oh, I love that gig. Oh, my buddy was there. He texted me. And everything will be okay, you know. Yeah, that's uh, every every comic that I've worked with who is black or Latino or anything in Minneapolis, working out of Minneapolis, driving into Iowa, driving into the Dakotas and Nebraska, yeah. um, would just literally 
just try to set themselves up and um, and drive together. B, you know, you know BT, right? Yes. Have you heard the BT story? We no, tell. I, I do know the first time I headlined at Acme, I had to follow BT. I think, and that was difficult. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, the I first. I have succeeded. Uh, well, it's uh, you just try to keep murderers. the keep. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a murderer. He really yeah. is. He's and uh, in the stand-up comedy sense. Hi, yeah. uh, <laughs> this Christ. Uh, <laughs> but I will say that uh, I was featuring for him down in I think Worthington, Minnesota, down the sort of the uh, southeast corner of Minnesota, yeah. and. We were doing a little run. We had like a, a two or three nighter. And before I left, he called my home phone because you had to. And he said, hey, uh, you got to do me a favor. They impounded my car. You got to drive to where the, uh, come pick me up. We're going to drive to the impound lot. You'll drive my car off the impound lot. Uh, I'll, I'll pay for it, obviously. And I was like, okay. And so we go. And uh, it's a farm in the middle of nowhere, outside of Minnesota, about an hour. And we get there, and his car's been impounded because there's some problem with his license. And um, the farmer's son, like literally it's a dad and a son, and the son goes, well, who's going to drive your car? And the farmer goes, none of your business, boy, and to his own son. And, uh, and then BT drives my car off the lot, and then I drive BT's car off the lot, and then we go and do a shitty four-wallen uh, Best Western-y kind of thing, where he was, and this wait, is wait, not... Why did he want you to drive his car off the lot? Because he couldn't get his car. He could pay for his car, but he needed someone who oh, didn't I have see. a license problem. Okay. I don't know what was wrong with his license. All I know is that I remember thinking... Well, what if my car? You're driving my car, and my car then gets impounded. And he's like, yeah. "We'll we'll cross that road when we get to it." <laughs> and <laughs> and we we didn't have any problem. Uh, this story doesn't have anything to do with race, uh, except for of course that he was probably uh, pulled over for uh, being a black man. But the, my my favorite part of that story is the weird farmer and his son, and then the fact that I had to go long, and I only had about thirty minutes at the time. Yeah. Uh, cause I was just starting to really, cause it had to be like 93, yeah. uh, when I just started doing a lot of hardcore road stuff and it was a dumb room, man. And there was a major, there was a boxing match, like a, a, a big one. Somebody yeah. cared, including BT. He left me up on stage for an extra like five or six <laughs> minutes and he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was watching the, the match. You get better. Come on. <laughs> no way to get better unless you stretch. I don't want to sound like I've been watching a lot of anime, but you surpassed your limits, Jackie. <laughs> I like the muttering sound of Kyle in the background. I know. Jesus Christ, living to the day where Lori Kilmartin's <laughs> quoting anime. <laughs> I showed Kyle your list of uh, that the, the, your it's young man taste. gave me. Oh, he has good taste. Good taste. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I did like that he was saying, because you came over, brought the pup. I got to meet your puppy. Yes, I brought Charmy over. for a- Charmy over, who was terrified by an orange. And then went <laughs> over and bit that orange and was like, oh my God, an orange. Oh my and God. Uh, got orange yeah. juice all over him. Her. Yeah. Uh, she is adorable. and uh, But I like that uh, your son was like, don't say anything, mom. Don't, because uh, he told me the names of the shows that I should watch. Yeah. Oh, oh, because 
Right. We recommended a show called uh, The Promise Note? Neverland. Oh. No, The Promise Neverland. Oh, Death okay. Note, too, but I haven't seen that one. That's I watched The Promise ne- Neverland. It's it's only one season so far, so it's just 12 episodes. My best friend Cheryl just binge-watched it on my son's suggestion, and she freaked out. Like, she, we have to go over and talk to her uh, because it's so dark. And I was like, this is – I didn't know anime was could get this dark and still be appealing to kids. <laughs> so, yeah, so to- I totally recommend it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you actually – he is correct. You should not have told me any of that. Um, <laughs> I can maybe try to watch it during – during the day. Uh, I couldn't even read lock and key at night. So uh, there you go. It's more shocking. Like, Stop talking. Allow me to do a quick impression of your son. Mom, knock it off. (laughs) Say nothing. Anyway, so um, I'm doing, so I'm doing a show. What will, this will be Monday at 1 PM today. Okay. Very easily could be sold out because Maria and I are both doing 45s. Whoa. And we're doing 45s, and I'm organizing it because yeah. she doesn't, she's done now. She feels bad every time someone can't figure out Zoom. <laughs> and she, and sure. she wants to refund everyone their money if they, if they forget about it. Oh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And, and um, I'm like, okay, I will politely tell them that they've given you $4 and that they can eat that $4 and it'll be <laughs> fine because uh, they dropped $4? the book. It's five bucks, give or take whatever you want to give. Oh my God! What is yeah. what a deal? Right. Some people are giving two bucks because they're they're kind of broke. Yeah. People are broke, and some people are giving twenty. It's kind of nice. Yeah. And uh, I've got uh, eighty people signed up already, but I've I've got I've cre- essentially uh, the Acme project. I turned over to Acme Comedy Company. Yeah. So that Maria could come in and give me a weird cause just such a meddler so i'm like uh i'm gonna make a spreadsheet and there boxes that get ticked off and uh stop talking yeah uh i just want to do stand-up yeah i do too i think i have a couple shows next week it's not uh i'm not overwhelmed i'm i i say yes to anything so oh i asked ron funches if he would do a show that i put up yeah and he said no and then a couple of beats later goes probably <laughs> 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 has he done a has he done a, a Zoom show yet? No, he has not. Okay, he's doing. You know, he does his podcast, getting better. Do you know that he uh, plays King Shark on the cartoon Harley Quinn? Oh, cool. Kyle knows that, uh, and uh, I forgot that, and I haven't watched it. Even though I did watch Birds of Prey again last week, and it was uh, it was great again. Ron has so. a very distinct, good voice. Like it's scratchy and soft and funny and curly in a way. Uh, so <laughs> I could see him getting a lot of voiceover work. He's got he's he's getting the good work, and uh, and he's he's doing great. We talked about. Um, we talked about wrestlers. We talked about Andy Kaufman, and yeah. I let him know that. And this is usually something I don't do in the dark forest. I usually don't, uh, let's say, shit on something someone likes. The antithesis of the premise of the dark forest. Yes, but but he didn't sound like he was that psyched about it either. But he was talking about Andy Kaufman because he was talking about wrestling, and Andy Kaufman's wrestling fan. Yeah. yeah, the Andy Kaufman wrestling angle. And um, I swear, did you ever get to meet him? Andy Kaufman, no. 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 I no. I'm okay with never having met him. Uh, I really liked him as an actor, 
when he was I, I loved taxi. him on taxi. Yeah, yes. He was great on taxi. Yeah. Um I I don't I still don't know what to make of what he was doing when he was fighting with <laughs> Uh, I do. Thumbs down. Kyle's giving the. I don't even have an opinion on it. I've decided. Of that era, I even though Sam Kinison was probably a raging misogynist, uh, I do think yes. scream <laughs> at least once a week, and I feel like it, it resonates with me. Uh, 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 like I, I get it. I for him, it came from a place that I think feel like he was sh- screaming at a woman, which I don't love, but I scream at, at other things. So maybe it all evens out in the wash. The Ken- the famous Kinnison bit, of course, is the Ethiopian bit. Because yeah. remember when he was uh, the, the great, the great uh, famine in Ethiopia yes. was when he was starting to blow up and he had that great joke. And so he wasn't yelling at women there. He was yelling at the Ethiopians, of course, not particularly charming sure. either, but he was like, get your shit, get some trucks, come to America. We have a- America. We don't fucking live it up. Ah! And it went like that for a long time. But, um, and it, that's great advice to come to America because come, yeah. we're quite welcoming. <laughs> we were so well. Ex- there's a huge Ethiopian uh, or yeah, a pretty back in the day, I guess. Yes. Yeah, and well, but I say that, um, listen, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. Was- oh, I was just going to say Andy Kaufman. I I swear to God, if I saw him in real life, if he would have been in the clubs when I was in the clubs, I would have fucking walked. I'd okay. be like, oh, that guy's up. I gotta yes. see. Okay. I might have too. That might be one of those things I just didn't get. And and well, and, and quite honestly, it wasn't for me. I don't know. I don't think it was created for this. You could call it a hothouse flower, but I like I like some dark comedy. Um, but some are of you it, kidding? Yeah, I mean, there's just there's been many a time where I've been uh, standing around with comics that are laughing, and I'm like, "What the fuck's going on? I don't get this." Uh, it's sometimes you know. just too mean or just too stupid. Or my, to really... it's Monty Python. But uh, <laughs> but uh, either way, I'm like, what's? Why am I alone right now? I, uh, I, I'm surrounded I, by the only people I understand <laughs> and understand me, and they still, I still feel alone. Right. Um, oh, do you want to do a thing? Wait, first of all, you do said, you, do you want to do a a, a a break and a and a no? Comment? I want to okay. tell a joke that doesn't work that I think should work because <laughs> no one gives a shit about it. But it's. But you reminded me because you called the you called in Ethiopia you called it the Great Famine. They also call the uh, the Irish Famine the Great Famine. And my joke was always, well, who named it? Who called it the Great Famine? The British. <laughs> it wasn't. It was great to them. Yeah, it wasn't right? great to anybody else. I don't think well, the that Irish British thing. Rah, rah, rah. The Great Famine. Yeah. No, it actually kind of sucked. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Let's do. Can I? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, let's uh, take a break. We are the host of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and now, nearly 10 years into our podcast, the secret can be revealed. All the clues are in place, and the world's greatest treasure hunt can now begin. Embedded in each episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me is a micro-clue that will lead you to 14 precious gemstones all around this big, beautiful blue world of ours. So start coming through the episodes. Uh, let's say starting at episode 101 on. Yeah, the early episodes are pretty problematic, so there's no clues in those episodes no no not at all the better ones the good ones clues ahoy listen to every episode repeatedly in sequence 
Laugh if you must, but mainly get all the great clues. My brother, my brother, me. It's an advice show, kind of, but a treasure hunt, mainly. Anywhere you find podcasts or treasure maps. My brother, my brother, me. The hunt is on. What do you mean? Well, uh, well, it's over now. It's gone now. Okay, fine. uh, But I do want to do the comic of the week. Great suggestion. She's great. I didn't know her. Oh, yes. I just did the show I did where... Uh, where last week's comic of the week, yes, yes, man, uh, yes, man, uh, El Hadi, El Hadi, whatever. Um, uh, very funny lady. She was also on the show, and her name is Brittany Carney, mm-hmm. and uh, she was great. She's really funny. You saw her videos. Uh, very funny writer, and uh, yeah, he's super nerd. Stage, yes, super nerd. Hilarious. Really. Um, just silly. It's my favorite kind of stand-up is kind of a silly, smart, um, and and then with like an amazing like dark twists. So yeah. that's always and and, and that is Brit- out of DC, but she mm-hmm. is in New York now. And uh, uh, Brittany B R I T T A N Y Carney C A R N E Y Brittany Carney. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Are we supposed to do like a Max Fun thing now? We did. We did one. Oh, we did? Oh, okay. Yeah, we got to do one more, though. Yeah, later. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Undo, you guys. Except for you, I mean, just, yeah, whatever. You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, last week, like, every time, like, a bail thing came up, I was donating, right? You know, it was, like, mm-hmm. donation crazy. And uh, then Jason Van Glass just put up a thread where he he said he says something like Venmo money doesn't feel like real money and I have some Venmo money so if you need you know just throw, put your Venmo in here and and uh, so I I found a few and I sent them money some uh, people that were like like uh, for lunch money or kind of thing or or uh, protests like protest supplies and stuff like that oh, okay right? yeah and uh, and so then two people sent me little notes back so that I sent them more money because I had more Venmo money from my corporate. <laughs> And then I guess one of them told a friend or something because then someone else sent me a bill. <laughs> so what I don't know sent me a bill for fifty dollars for Black Lives Matter, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" You know what? Sure, I'll pay that <laughs> bill. I don't know you, and uh, fuck yeah, I'll pay it. And even if you treat yourself to a sandwich, you probably deserve it. That's so, uh, hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was that. That made me laugh. The cheekiness of. Uh, yeah, but you know that's what? A, good for all, them. I, maybe all white women should be sent a fifty-dollar bill for Black Lives Matter. That's probably the case. Uh, it couldn't. It certainly uh, seems like you're. We're getting off cheap. <laughs> it, it really does. Another and skill. Yes. I I got. Uh, uh, I got more questions uh, from what I think, and this is not even, it's not even accurate, but uh, I, what I, I've been getting questions from people who I think are more successful comics than I am. They certainly work the big chains, you know, and maybe there will be no big chains when we get out of this, but uh, they work the big chains. And um, I got an email uh, from one of them asking me if I, when I'm going back on the road. Right, 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 right. And um, did I tell you this? This you guy? Did, but you haven't told these people. Yeah, you, you mentioned that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it was um, just because I can't. I don't. I don't know. It's. Uh, I. I feel like every, each either decision is wrong, right? 
to either not go on the road or go on the road yeah feels cowardly well go on the road but i mean my next road gig is in canada in august um, so I don't, like, I don't even know if Canada will let Americans in the country because you could Google that, but what I mean in August, it'll be different. You know what I mean? Like we might all be riddled with COVID in August because there's so much interaction at these protests that it, it's just, I mean, they're opening restaurants in my neighborhood. You can dine in. Why, why is California proceeding on the same schedule that they made up before the protest started? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that could be like, okay, we got to redo this. Let's see what happens in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's no way it's not going to be, there's, there's not going to be a spike. And all over the country, these things are happening all over the country. And, yep. they're, and they're great and necessary. And partially because everyone's unemployed, everyone's at home and they're just going crazy. And Mm -hmm. finally there's a, there's a reason to shout and to go out, you know, and it's more important. It feels more important than staying in, but they're, they're, I mean, unless COVID kind of went away and I don't know about it, it seems like there's going to be trouble (laughs) for a lot of people. Yeah. You know that they opened casinos today. I saw that footage and no one was wearing masks. And it, well, it like, Vegas, where the best decisions are made, you guys. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, like my. Uh, so I don't, so first of all, I don't, I, I, I as far as I know, I'm still doing that gig, but, uh, but, but, uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's it's a cross country flight, and again, if you were Canada, would you you would you let someone from a hot spot in your country? I don't. I mean, I'm supposed to go to de- first. <laughs> I can't get to a gig two weeks early and quarantine in the hotel. <laughs> can't either. No, no, you can't. Um, so, yeah. Yep. What else? I almost had one. Oh, uh, yeah. So I had, it's weird. And listening to, uh, Karen and Georgia, it was really good. You guys should, you guys should check out, check out my favorite murder this week's, but, um, I'm in this chat somehow. I don't know how I got invited to this chat, but there's a lot of high profile women, right. And right. a lot of like high profile black women, writers, civil rights activists, like, People Michelle that, Obama, Oprah. <laughs> no, but you're people, in a weird tr- text. Yeah, I, I think I'm the only like road, like like one nighter comic, you know, mm-hmm. with that kind of a heart in the in the group, and the, everyone else is just highly educated. And uh, so there's, I, I'm, tr- you know, I've said some boneheaded, well-meaning things these women and then I'm like what am I doing I'm a fucking comic I why can't so mostly I've been shutting up but there's been where I don't know it is really hard to stay in the conversation because I'm worried about saying something stupid or I'm worried that I automatically shift the focus or or whatever or or maybe maybe our part in those conversations is to listen and to pass it on to me it's also to to part if you're if you're just listening and not saying anything on a chat, it looks like you're not participating, and it, that looks like you don't care. Like there was this one conversation, and I forget what the issue was. It was race related, and 
very high profile women of color were talking. It's very fast moving conversations, really good. And, and then one, one woman said, uh, the white women in this group, are you guys just not going to, are you not participating or are you watching? Are you reading? Right. And then immediately like five of us were like reading, we're reading, we're here, we're reading, <laughs> you know, like we're here. We just, I don't want to slow it down. I feel like nothing I could, I say would add to it. I'm just sort of taking in, right. taking in the, what you the information you're dropping, you know? Right. Right. It's like, yeah, this week is not, I, I was talking to somebody and they were saying that, because <clears throat> last week I said that I needed a pep talk and I received several people's pep talk, by the way. But, um, and then a bunch of comics um, that we all know who, uh, black comics, white comics, white comics were reaching out to black comics and going, are you okay? And and then it kind of overwhelmed um, some of the comics I know and they were like, Stop actually uh, texting me and asking if I'm okay, and please text your racist relations and tell them to get their heads out of their asses, and um, and so and start that dialogue. And so, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm not I I do want to know how everybody's doing, but the pep talk shouldn't should come from me to Maggie May, right? I shouldn't, I'm depressed. Don't call Maggie May up and go, hey man, I'm a little down about this. What do you think? And she uh, she might actually break curfew and come on over and, and give me a swirly. Uh, but the thing is, is would a, a black woman right now be comforted by a white woman? Like, you know, what, what? Well, we're, I mean, I, uh, I, I'm not, yeah, the, 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 the example is arbitrary. Hi, Maggie, if you're listening. Uh, so, but it's, it's literally, it's like, there's no, the way the you know how I always say that you have to complain laterally in, in yeah. this case, you have to sort of cheerlead sort of as silently and as supportively as you can without going, you know how I feel about this? And you're like, nobody gives a shit. Uh, Why don't you um, go talk to your, uh, a straight white guy who's behind you and get him to give you a pep talk uh, because that's where that pep talk should come from. And it's, and, and, you know, I spend, are you doing meditation? I'm doing some meditation. Oh, I want to do Laura's meditation tonight. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Laura house. I've been, you know, I do. So tell me about your meditation. Oh, no, I'm not a meditator. No, no. And I, and not for a long, I mean, we're talking maybe a minute. (laughs) Literally. Dude, that's even hard to do. Well, what it is, is it's less a meditation than it's what I call, because even the term meditation probably isn't accurate because what it is, is it's a shout out. Uh, It is (laughs) at least about six times a day when I find myself either slipping into, you know, despair about what's upcoming possibly, you know, what some fucking possible future, right? Or I'm just kind of bored in my house fidgeting or I feel like I'm not getting enough done, right? Those are the three main things, right? You know, I'm worried about the future. I feel like I'm not doing enough or I've, I'm just bored. And and so I will give the old, um, I'll give like a shout out to the universe, um, to the God of my understanding. And uh, <laughs> that, um, that, just to sort of turn over my thoughts and my actions, you know, and, and it, what it is is it's meditative because I actually have to think inside my head, stop driving yourself nuts. Yeah. 
Um, and it's a, and it's just a pause and reboot more than a more than a meditation. But maybe that's what meditation is. Yeah, maybe I I I, I try to either do a little yoga or uh, like a yoga class. Um, if I can do a live one, you know, if I do a yoga video, uh, it takes me triple the amount of time because I stop the video constantly and, <laughs> and get distracted. But if I if I have a teacher that's watching and will see me leave the room, then I just take the whole. Class. So I can't be trusted. Uh, so are you doing yoga on Zoom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, the place I go to hot yoga, they do, they, they have Zoom classes every day. Uh, or I'll swim, do a little swim. And I, I swear, you know, I get in my head, I'm like, oh, this isn't a real workout, never mind. And then I get in, in the water, I'm like, I don't care what this is. It just feels different and it feels so good to be in the water. And I think, why after 54 years, I can't remember that before, you know, during the days that's leading up to the time we're supposed to swim and it becomes this like, oh, I, I, I just won't, you know, like, oh, it just feels fucking good. Just get in. You don't have to like count yardage all the time and, and right. marks all the time. Just fucking mm-hmm. get in. Um, but it's but one thing I've noticed with like the uh, yoga community is they tend <laughs> to think that yoga cures everything, including uh, viruses. <laughs> like there, there seems to be a little bit more of a cavalier, like, um, you know, uh, oh, let's, well, I can't wait to get back in the studio. Like, really? Because we should wait. Like, we shouldn't all be getting back. In my opinion, it just, it, you know, Maybe outdoor you yoga. How about outdoor yoga? Yeah, you have like to, in a park or something. I think you have to like get the city's permission or whatever like that. But I, but are you hitting your mic? Sorry. Yeah. But, okay. Passionately about this. Okay. Well, you're right because there's throughout the entire episode there's going to be this tap 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 tap. Oh really? No, I just yeah. Um, you don't, don't are do you do you not have earbuds in? I'm just sorry. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, next time we'll do it next time. Hey, why don't we do a quick break? For the Max Fun people. Finish my thought, Jackie, but fine, we'll do a break. Hey everyone, it's I, John Hodgman of the Judge John Hodgman podcast. And I, Elliot Kalin of the Flophouse podcast. And we've made a whole new podcast, a 12 episode special mini series called I Podius, in which we recap, discuss, and explore the very famous 1976 BBC miniseries about ancient Rome called. I, Claudius. We've got incredible guests such as Gillian Jacobs, Paul F. Tompkins, as well as star of I, Claudius, Sir Patrick Stewart, and his son, non-Sir Daniel Stewart. Don't worry, Dan, you'll get there someday. I, Podius is the name of the show. Every week for MaximumFun.org for only 12 weeks. Get them at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Finish your thought. Okay. (laughs) Just because you exercise doesn't mean you can't get COVID, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yes, you are like, correct. It's, and plus with yoga, it's, an emphasis is on breathing. So there seems to be this feeling like oh, our lungs are so strong. No, it's not. Lungs aren't strong. They're, they don't lift weights. It's a virus that can attach itself to these little things. And it might be a blood disease. Did you read that article? Yeah, two, yeah both. Both. That's why it's so awful. So mm-hmm. that's why it... And it, 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 it Whatever. I, I, I can't, I don't want to explain COVID because I might not do it correctly and it keeps changing anyway. <laughs> and I can't remember. But all I know is people bad. That's all I know. People uh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I went to Western Bagel today, got some bagels and cream cheese and locks to go uh, for I tomorrow morning. Bagel. It's a delight. There's a, there's a 24 hour one right on Spolvita by my house. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, 24 hours. Super cheap. Nice. Fresh bagels all the time. A delight. Um, yeah. So when you said you needed a pep talk, that's when I, you know, offered to bring over Charmy. That was nice. It yeah. was actually really nice. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was great. And we sat uh, socially distant in the backyard. You got to see the new backyard. Your new addition is amazing. I love it. Let's- it looks the little so room, cool. the yeah, yeah the, the new addition to the, it'll be the Tiberius Dracus Memorial Studio uh, because uh, they laid the cement over where we buried him. Uh, and when I say we, I mean Andy, Andy. <laughs> and uh, so it, it looks great, and it's really cool to have a space outside your house where you can just put shit. And right. And we have, we have cucumbers coming in. There's like a, a cucumber. We picked our first squash that you don't want to hear about. And then, it's an um, unnecessary vegetable, and I don't know why you're devoting an entire bed to it. <laughs> because uh, yellow crooknecks and spaghetti squash are beloved uh, by Andy Ashcraft, and I don't mind them. I like a, okay. a, an occasional zucchini. Okay. I planted one plant, which means I should get 30 zucchini. Because <laughs> uh, that is how zucchini grow. And do you? I only have one show this week, and unless I do my Thursday afternoon, but this thing with the spreadsheet and Maria's show on Monday is so intense. So um, I think once the Monday night show, the the Monday day show happens with her, the one p.m. Pacific. I don't even know the date. It's June sixth. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. June sixth. Okay. And. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I have some stuff that got bumped to next week, but I have to put it on my calendar. I'm it looks like, uh, by the way, uh, you're looking into the weeds to see where, because you're, uh, you you're, oh. you're in a grassland. <laughs> uh, I think you're looking at your calendar. I am. Oh. I, I put it on my closet. Uh, awesome. I actually I, drew the rest of it away because I was like, oh, there's no, there's no need to keep a calendar. I didn't realize before Zoom that I could have kept my calendar. The, you know, the. Um, I got a call today from my hairdresser, uh, but he did not leave a message. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't leave a message because I would be so tempted uh, to go. But that, but remember we were talking about your hairdresser. I was like, if, he, if I'm the first person whose hair he cuts, yeah, I'm in. If he's been in quarantine for three months and I have, and then he cuts my hair, great. But that doesn't seem particularly thoughtful for the people who have to come after right yeah so i I feel like we're we're all sort of in uh this little space where we're really focused on something super important Mm -hmm. uh and we're going to be reminded (laughs) of what we put aside yes you know uh yeah i i um i mean i i should be in quarantine for two weeks from when i went to this protest you know so Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I'll put a mask on, but I still got to buy groceries and stuff. And I, I'll stay away from people. I, I, I put on my hostile masks. They stay away from me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, uh, like, I haven't actually. Do I have COVID masks? Yeah. They stay away from me. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, keep ordering. I just keep ordering from Instacart. I haven't been to a grocery store in um, three months. Mm. I, that's not entirely true. I mean, I was at a Target probably two weeks ago. Yeah. And I think we got some groceries there. So, uh, you know the difference between an Irish breakfast tea and an English breakfast tea? The amount of rage in it. See? There you go. There's a joke that nobody will ever want to hear again. So, um, um, I just, 
I've decided to refer to uh, police officers as murder hornets. What do you guys think of that? <laughs> like it. I like it. Um, yeah, it's interesting. The, the A new poll came out today, and this is Saturday, that um, uh, people's opi- white people's opinion of the police went down by 10% this week. <laughs> I mean, it, it, there's more room to, for it to go down further, by the way. <laughs> you know, and it should go down further. Right. Uh, the whole bad apple thing can suck a dick uh, yeah. because... Uh, As one uh, of our, our writers, Glenn, she said, it. This, uh, the rest of the saying is it spoils the whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not just one bad apple. It ruins everything, and it seems to... It, 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 Successfully it, have done so. Yes. Congratulations. You broke it. Uh, <laughs> please reintroduce, reintroduce, just split it up into different groups. Make there be a graffiti group. Make there be a domestic, um, and don't give any of them guns. How about that? And, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, God, we have so many armed people. Yeah, um, there's a lot of, lot of guns out there, you guys. And, and people buying more guns now. No, it's just so it's it's like no it's all it's all wrong it's all wrong you know um backwards um i had a a fan i think of jackie and laurie and and i have spaced his name thank you in australia for sending me uh, a couple of franny fisher miss fisher murder mysteries i got two of them uh the second one this woman wrote and the 20th one and they all take place before the uh, the star the stock market crash of 1929. Oh. So uh, I think she must deal with uh, at least, and and we're on the four, the third or fourth season on the TV show, oh. and there's a lot of she has a gold revolver. But here's the thing about Franny Fisher: she is a she's like a character in a in a in a game who has everything. She's max maxed, like she speaks languages she can fly a plane she can ride a motorcycle she can is swim she, really good is she pete Buttigieg? uh she's pete Buttigieg, <laughs> but but more sensitive she has empathy um my mom is yeah she what's was going on hospitalized and then they moved her to uh, a skilled nursing facility yeah and i'm not allowed to visit which is fucking congratulations awesome. uh but uh she hates it, and I can't tell if she's demented or they actually suck. And my sister also can't tell. She's my mom said they were they were they tied her to the bed, and I'm like, hmm, hmm. that seems unlikely. She Maybe might she just be going her. through the DTs, don't you think? Yeah, uh, like does she have a gallon of vodka? Like she'll be like, there's no internet on my phone. Like you you know, like sh- where she just doesn't. What she says and what the thing is are, are not exactly the same, right? So, right. So my sister called and they said, "No, we don't use restraints." And and my sister started using medical lingo because she's a doctor. So I think they were like, "Oh yeah." Uh, but you know, she wasn't sure. I mean, it's they could just lie. Yeah. I mean, it's easier to if if you got an old woman who's going to break if she falls, and then the the nursing home gets sued. It's easier to just restrain the old woman than to risk her falling, right? So are you talking to her on the phone every day? Is that the thing? Yeah. I mean, you know. And your sister is? Yeah. I mean, she. they don't want her to leave until she can go to the bathroom by herself, which I encourage. Agree. 100%. (laughs) Uh, 
guess what? I have a new thing that shits constantly in my house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, so I want everyone else to be on top of their shits. That's my, <laughs> that's my plea. And my son's yeah. doing good. Um, so, uh, but she, you know, I don't, I, it, I can't, I can't check out the place and, uh, and uh, any Yelp reviews. Um, all reviews of nursing facilities are awful because the only people that, that remember to comment on them are children of old people who had a fucking awful time. So it's really hard to, to, uh, go by reviews. Well, and because of COVID, I mean, I know that, um, my brother's mother-in-law is in a nursing home in in northern Wisconsin, and she hasn't been allowed to leave her room since March. It's awful, and so a lot of them are closed. Like a lot of them here in LA are they've had co- in little like uh, explosions of COVID, little bursts, and so they're closed to new people. So there's not many options open. So so like this one, they had a room. Right. And so we just went with it because it's nearby. The other one that had a room was like an hour and a half away east of San Bernardino, I think. And I was like, that doesn't, I shouldn't be an hour and a half from her, you know? Right. Right. So I don't know. Um, my sister sent my father a tablet, like a, we okay. thought it would be an iPad, but it wasn't. It was a Samsung something. Okay. Or whatever. Uh, so I burned a DVD because my father has a flip phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's never had the internet and will say things to me like, you got the internet on that thing? Is that what, what's it? Who, who won the sixth race? Anyway, so, um, but the, uh, so he gets this tablet and I was talking to him and I said, well, you got the tablet before I, uh, you get the DVD. I burned a YouTube video, a short, simple YouTube video of how to use that tablet with some also some directions and stuff. And he's like, okay, well, that'll be great. I, you know, what I did today was I watched a thing on Netflix on the tablet and then I just went on uh, Google and I was like, why am I sending directions? That's all you were ever going to want to do. And uh, he was like, well, I'm not an idiot. I mean, I can, I can figure out how to tap a thing What? and i was like oh okay i thought you were an idiot i'm so sorry <laughs> and uh, so but uh he um he called me today to tell me that he knew that maria and i who he calls marie by the way yeah <laughs> um are doing a show on monday and i was like who told you and he said i googled it and uh, <laughs> i was like well, that's terrifying, Dad. You should never <laughs> look into the early days of these bits about you because sometimes they're full of rage. And, you know, the only way that you can, uh, I, I, I can get the rage out of bits about my dad is iteration. I have to genuinely put it in a fucking rock tumbler and do it 10,000 times before yes. the love can shine through. Right, and right. then and there's more punchlines. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I, I hardly have any comedy thoughts, you know, like, uh, I got a little chunk on my mom, uh, hoping she dies of COVID and, uh, <laughs> I, it, it would help me if she didn't, uh, just to build this chunk, but, um, <laughs> not my number one. Right. <laughs> um, I, yeah. And my, you know, my son asked me to not tweet about him. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I try, I always, I point out to him, like, I always lie about you. I'm not talking about you. You know, you're on the water polo team. Okay. And I said, you, you know, couldn't swim and was, or about to drown. Like I always, I start with the truth and then I lie about you. So don't, you know, 
Try not to take it too personally. And uh, it will one day pay for college. So shut it. And uh, that's, uh, you gotta, you gotta let me make a living, kid. You gotta let me make a living. And um, I will say the stuff I've got is about, um, I have uh, people telling me that they're bad parents, that they're not getting shit done. And I have sort of a long convoluted thing about how um, this is definitely not the time to aspire to be the best parent without screen time you know like if you had that no screen time fight with your kid before this yet yeah, now pick another battle <laughs> you yeah, know I mean, my kids you know he's he's he uh, watches tons of anime and uh he plays video games with his dad and i'm so like yeah it's your it's a fucking awesome summer because everyone's home is he drawing yeah he's drawing a lot yeah Good. Um, yeah, he's creating worlds and yeah, he's heavy into that too. But, well, cause he's got that tablet that you got. Him. Yeah, like, but he, he's also, it? he just sketches a lot too. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, this is like a unique time if you're a kid and your parents are home, even if they're extra stress and stuff because of money, mm-hmm. it's still, it's still rare, you know? Yeah. My son has not spent this much time with his dad ever. And me, me too, you know, mm-hmm. I'm home every night. Every night, every fucking night, I'm home. <laughs> Not dashing out to flappers for a spot. You know what I mean? Like it's right. You're it's you're buried easy, in you know? your in your. You might go do a show, but that'll take an hour and a half, and you're right there. Yeah, you know, you're gonna come back out. Yeah, an and, hour and a half, including the sound check. Uh, an hour before the show and then you just leave yourself on video oh my god i did this benefit last night and the sound check was ridiculous oh no it wasn't on zoom it was on three different apps and i had to call in on something called looped up and then i had to do this other thing and and then it was on not steam yard but oh stage 10 which i was on Uh uh-huh Three months ago, somebody used stage 10 and I was like, and then they shunted us into a green room and I'm like, what's happening? (laughs) Just leave me in the, leave me in the zoom room with the rest of the people. I can look at people's dogs. I can, I can see what's happening and see faces and stuff. And that's fun. Yeah. I think we're done. Definitely. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.